It's Friday, May 20th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Global stocks and U.S. equity futures rose, recovering some ground after the S&P 500 came close to falling into bear market and the Chinese central bank cut a key interest rate. Futures tied to the S&P 500 climbed 1.1%, suggesting the broad market index may rebound after it closed down 0.6% and reached the lowest level since March 2021 on Thursday. NASDAQ 100 futures advanced 1.5%, pointing to gains in technology stocks after the opening bell. Dow Jones Industrial Average futures ticked up 1%. Stocks have come under pressure this week from concerns about global growth. Investors worried about how aggressively the Federal Reserve would respond to the bout of high inflation and COVID-19 lockdowns in China that limited economic activity and snarled supply chains, driving a sell-off. On Friday, the Chinese central bank unexpectedly cut a key interest rate that acts as a benchmark for mortgages, a move that is predicted to support the country's housing market. Around the world, President Joe Biden is opening his trip to Asia with a focus on the computer chip shortage that has bedeviled the world economy, touring a Samsung computer chip plant that will serve as a model for a $17 billion semiconductor factory that the Korean electronics company plans to open in Texas. The visit Friday is a nod to one of Biden's key domestic priorities of increasing the supply of computer chips. A semiconductor shortage last year hurt the availability of autos, kitchen appliances, and other goods, causing higher inflation worldwide and crippling Biden's public approval among U.S. voters. Biden will grapple with a multitude of foreign policy issues during a five-day visit to South Korea and Japan. Greeting Biden at the plant in South Korea will be the country's new president, Yoon Suk-yeol, and Samsung Electronics Vice Chairman, Lee Jae-yong. Back in the U.S., the Senate approved a $40 billion package of military, economic, and food aid for Ukraine and U.S. allies, putting a bipartisan stamp on America's biggest commitment yet to turning Russia's invasion into a painful quagmire for Moscow. The legislation, approved 86 to 11 Thursday, was backed by every voting Democrat and most Republicans. While many issues under President Joe Biden have collapsed under party-line gridlock, Thursday's lopsided vote signaled that both parties were largely unified about sending Ukraine the material it needs to fend off Russian President Vladimir Putin's more numerous forces. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky thanked the United States in a statement, quote, This is a demonstration of strong leadership and a necessary contribution to our common defense of freedom, end quote. In other news, Oklahoma's legislature on Thursday passed a ban on abortion at any stage of pregnancy. If signed by the governor, the legislation would be the toughest in effect in the country. The bill passed the state's Republican-led House of Representatives by a vote of 73 to 16. It now heads to Republican Governor Kevin Stitt, who has said he would sign any such bill that crosses his desk. The law is set to take effect immediately if he signs it. The bill allows private citizens to bring civil lawsuits for monetary damages against anyone who performs or aids an abortion. The law sets minimum damages at $10,000 plus legal costs. It provides an exception for a medical emergency or if the pregnancy is the result of rape, sexual assault, or incest that has been reported to law enforcement. And 
a Boeing Company spacecraft blasted into orbit and began racing toward the International Space Station despite facing a minor mechanical issue on the way up. After months of delay, the Starliner spacecraft launched toward orbit shortly before 7 p.m. Eastern Time Thursday from Kennedy Space Center in Florida without crew members on board, according to a NASA livestream. The vehicle is expected to fly to the space station and dock there today before it returns to Earth several days later. An Atlas V rocket operated by United Launch Alliance, a company owned by Boeing and Lockheed Martin, used its powerful boosters to launch the Starliner. The capsule is carrying food and other cargo to the space station in a trip that should take about a day and then transport other items back to Earth. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com. Thanks for listening.